Hello, and welcome to American Billiard Radio. I am most definitely not your host, Mr. Bond. Mr. Bond couldn't make it this week. I am Mr. Howerton, and I will be trying to fill his shoes for the week. It's Thursday, April 9th, and the Amway Cup is kicking off today in Taipei. A who's who of ladies' pool, including Kelly Fisher, Karen Kaur, Allison Fisher, Jasmine Ushan, Yu Ram Cha, Xiao Ting Pan, and many more are competing for $34,000 in first place prize money. Che Yu Chow has won this event three times and will be looking to defend her title this weekend. Our good friend Jay Helford's new book is hot off the press this week. The book is called More Pool Wars and Other Assorted Escapades, and if it is anything like his first book, it should be a great read. Finally, Team Europe has a captain. Matchroom Sports announced today that Marcus Shamat will captain the European squad. Expectations are going to be high for Marcus this year, as European fans will expect nothing less than a win. We want to congratulate Marcus. We hope to get him on the show very soon to talk about the team and how he plans on replacing Johan in the captain's chair. This week, Mr. Bond talks to William Finnegan about the upcoming True TV reality show called The Hustlers, and I had a chance to talk to Kim Shaw about her Kickstarter campaign to make a documentary about Kelly, Allison, and Mandy Fisher. Stay tuned for both of those conversations, but first, Scott and Randy talk about 7-foot tables versus 9-foot tables, right here on American Billiard Radio. Hi, I'm Scott Lee. And I'm Randy G. And welcome to the One Minute Pool Instructor. So what do we got today, Scott? Well, Randy, why don't we talk about the difference between seven-foot tables and nine-foot tables? There seems to be a lot of conversation out there about that. Yeah, I, I hear it all my life, you know. Um, the purists, of course, want everything on the nine-foot, and, and uh, you just can't possibly have a big tournament with nine-foot tables, that's for sure. How do you see it? Well, you know, I, I think that uh, they've played on seven-foot tables now for three, four decades, and it makes the most sense in terms of the amount of space so that you can have more tables, so you can have these big regional events and they don't uh, take 12 days to get through. Yeah. I mean, personally, I love playing a nine-foot table, but um, I don't just don't think you can do it. Yeah, I think my personal uh, choice is nine-foot, too. But uh, I know that 86, 87% of the country uh, plays league on, on seven-foots, and in... I think the people that do a little bit of that complaining just have to uh, realize that the seven-foot is here to stay. Yeah. Well, and you know what? If you want to play in a nine-foot tournament, you got go, the Derby City Classic every go year. Go play in it. Right, sure. Right. I think each is on here. Nobody's forcing us. So what, what do the pros do? They'll play on anything. Oh, yeah. They go where the money is, right? <laughs> uh, there was a guy in the pool hall the other day saying, yeah, they only play on nine-foot tables. I said, no, they don't. They play where the money is, and, and yeah, if it's ten foot, eight foot, seven foot, they'll play on it because hey, they play just as good. They play on a twelve foot table if that's if all they have. If there's money there, <laughs> so so the bottom line is what they're they're here to stay, right? Yes. Might as well, might as well embrace them. It doesn't mean that we we love them to death. I mean, if I have my choice, I'll go play on a nine foot. Me too. But the gee, all of our tournaments are played on seven foots. They are. So for amateurs, it's a pretty good deal. And if there's money involved for the pro, do it. 
Amen. Yeah, pretty easy subject, Scott. Let's get something tougher. <laughs> well, all right, what do you want to talk about next week? Uh, next week, how about some of those aiming systems we hear about out there? Oh, boy, there's a bunch of them. Yeah, that sounds like a great topic. Okay. All right, for the One Minute Pool Instructor, I'm Scott Lee. I'm Randy G., Dallas, Texas. And we'll see you next week on American Billiard Radio. Hi, this is Kelly Fisher, and you're listening to American Billiard Radio. Hello, everybody. Welcome to American Billiard Radio. I'm Mike Howerton. I am very proud to be joined this week by WPBA sensation Kim Shaw, but we're not really talking about Kim's game too much today. Uh, we're talking about a documentary. How you doing, Kim? I'm fine, thank you, Mike. How are you? I'm good, I'm good. Uh, so, The Fisher Queens, The Making of Three Champions. Tell me about it. Yeah, well, um, my business partner, Julie Edwards, who is a uh, television director in England, she directs some soap operas um, and, and some films, actually. I met her a few years ago. Um, she was interested in doing a documentary on Alison, she was reading a newspaper in England and saw that um, Alison Fisher was playing in a tournament in San Diego. Well, she, Julie was going on vacation to San Diego and, and thought well, this would be an interesting, interesting story, a documentary to make about um, Alison Fisher, the, the, the billiard superstar. So um, she met Alison and I was at that tournament and I met Julie and we got on like a house on fire. Well, that documentary uh, didn't really happen. It, they were both very busy. Um, well, Ali, Ali was very busy. Um, they did record, they did tape some interviews and things, but that really didn't get, didn't didn't go anywhere. Um, and I wor- I'm I'm working on another project, a couple of projects with Julie, um, some other stuff, and um, that's on hold at the moment. So she said to me, you know, maybe we should we should uh, continue the documentary. And I, to- I told Julie about Mandy Fisher. Um, so she decided that we should do the story of the three Fishers, um, not just Ali, but the fact that Mandy Fisher started the snooker, the women's snooker tour in England. Then along came Alison, and then along came Kelly. Um, so it was, it, was, um, it was more of a twist on the, just the, the documentary on one, on one Fisher. So really it was Julie's idea, but because we worked so well on these other projects, um, we decided to do it together. Um, and that's it really. So we, we wondered how we were going to get funding. Well, I, I'd heard of Kickstarter through a friend, um, and we just, we just started and put it together, and we got ideas from Mandy, Ali, and Kelly. We've all sort of been working together on it really. Um, and we wanted to make sure that we got the stories of the three fishers, where they started, how they started, why they started playing, um, and then follow it through to today with um, Ali and Kelly uh, in China, playing tournaments in China, and um, Ali coaching the Singapore team in the Sea Games. Now, Mandy doesn't play anymore. Um, She's got a family. She stayed in England. But she really... She started the First Ladies Snooker Tour in the 80s, which allowed Ali and Kelly to grow their talent, I suppose, um, and, and, they, and they became you know, world champions, as, as was Mandy in the early 80s. 
Um, and then they came over here and did what they did over here. I mean, everybody knows what they did over here. But, um, yes, it's just... Um, and the fact that they're called Fisher and they're not related, <laughs> it's, um, it's, it's ironic. You know, and they're all friends. Um, so it, was, um, it just made sense to do that story as opposed to just on Ali. So we've been working, working quite hard recently to get it all together. And we're just waiting now for the... Um, well, we've got... At the moment, we are... I think we're seven days into the Kickstarter campaign, and we've got over $7,000. So we still need to do some pushing and to get some, some more funding. But if we get it, it'll be great. You know, we'll go to England, then we'll go to China, and we'll go to Singapore to film it. Um, yeah, I was very excited about it, as are the girls. Now, I know you mentioned on the Kickstarter page mm-hmm. what what the the forty thousand is needed for, but can you elaborate on that a little bit? Um, I can. Julie actually did the budget because she knows how much the camera equipment is going to cost. We're going to have to hire a technician to come with us, who Julie actually works with on on some shows to help with the um, equipment. But there's also post-production stuff, which I'm not really familiar with, but she is, um, editing and, um, yeah, ed- editing mainly. Um, and obviously flights, flights for us, hotels. Um, we would probably have to fly, we might have to fly Kelly back to England because when we're planning to shoot it in England, Kelly will be in the States because she's here trying to get a citizenship. Um, so yeah, it's flights, accommodation, um, post-production stuff, um, and things like that. So yeah, and also paying uh, an engineer to help Julie with the equipment. There was also a mention of uh, having to to get clearance on old footage. Yeah, possibly. We don't know. We don't know yet. Um, this, the thing about Kickstarter is we had we had to make sure that we got what we thought we needed. Um, but so obviously we couldn't go too low because we want to be able, you know, we want we want the budget. But you can't just ask for, um, you know, a hundred thousand dollars because if you don't get what you ask for, then you don't get anything. So we're not sure exactly how much we'll need for that. If if any, we don't know. Um, we've already asked to get permission to film the Sea Games because we want to get the opening ceremony of that. Um, but um, as regards to uh, music or old footage or old photos, we don't really know. Um, it was sort of a guesstimation, really. Okay. And, and you talk about Mandy, and, and you mentioned a little bit about how she was kind of the one who got the ball rolling. Mm-hmm. I suspect that most of our listeners are, are not going to be familiar with, with Mandy and, and what she did for Lady Snooker. So can you yeah. can you help us a little bit more on that? Yeah. Um, Mandy started playing in the early 80s. She was a teenager then. Um, and there was there was a ladies tour, but it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't very big. Anyway, I think I mean, she had she had bigger ideas and she um, she took it over and she got a very good sponsor. They they added I think about 60,000 pounds. Um, her and her manager got a very good sponsor Um, and she was the best player at the time as well anyway so she had the vision and the drive and the wherewithal to make 
the tour a better tour and and uh, open it up to other players because I think it was a bit of a close shot back then. That was before I started playing. Um, there was only hand for handful of players. It was very difficult to get in, but Mandy. Mandy could see that she needed to open open the doors for anybody to enter, um, and that's what she did. You know, she was and she was the best player at the time too. So she got she brought snooker, lady snooker. She made people aware of it that it existed, and um, she got some television coverage for the tournament. She played on a TV match with uh, Steve Davis, who at the time was dominating men's snooker. So she did she she got a lot of buzz about the game. Um, and because of that, obviously, um, Alison heard about it and I heard about it and Kelly heard about it. So, you know, without her and without the WLBSA, which is the tour that she started, who knows if Ali and Kelly and I wouldn't have, you know, would have had somewhere to play. I don't know. Um, but certainly she, um, she had the vision and she wanted as many girls to play in it as possible. And she wanted, you know, women's snooker to, to grow. And it did, it did. And, and now you've got a girl um, in England who's been invited to the World Snooker Championships, Rhianne Evans. So, you know, she's the latest hotshot. Um, and she started on the WLBSA. So we all started on the WLBSA, um, the World Ladies Billiards and Snooker Association. And it was all started by Mandy. So we've all got a lot to thank her for. And, and Mandy's not playing now, so what is she doing? No. Um, well, she's got a family. Um, she's still involved with it with the tour. Um, I'm not exactly sure when she gave up because I moved here in 2001 and she was still playing then. Um, so I'm not sure. You'll have to watch the documentary and find out. <laughs> <laughs> and and to, to the best of your knowledge, um, did Mandy never have a desire to come over here and compete like Allison and Kelly did? Um, I'm not sure, to be honest. Um, I mean, she, I think she, I think she's got three children. I haven't seen Mandy in, in ages. We've spoken over the phone, and we, you know, we're friends. Um, I'll have to ask her that question if she, could, you know, if she would change anything. I mean, obviously, you know, your children are your children, but um, I'm sure if she could have a parallel life, she would have wanted to come over here and compete. You know, she would have done great. Um, you know, the snooker players. You know, it's all about technique and temperament. You know. Um, so yeah, she would have done great, but she chose, you know, she chose a family and she's very happy. From the way you describe it, the, the women's snooker scene seems to be doing very well over there where the women's scene here in the States is not very good. Mm. Can you put your finger on why that might be? Well, actually the snooker scene in England isn't doing that great either. It was. Um, there was a time when you had um, maybe eight players who were fantastic. Well, that was when Al- well, that was when Alison and Kelly were playing there. Um, but now, um, Rhianne Evans is is um, getting a lot of press. Like I said, she's been invited into the men's world championship, into the qualifying stages. So she still has to win a few matches to get to the Crucible, which is the theatre where they play the the finals. Um, and she's really she she stands out. She's head and shoulders above the rest, but I think the tour isn't doing that great, to be honest. Um, why? Probably depth of, of ability and talent, I think, you know. Um, and why the uh, the pool over here isn't doing great, I don't really know, to be honest. I haven't played, and I don't play anymore. Um, I've been working on some other things, like I said, but um, it's a shame because it was such a great 
it was such a great tour and television coverage was absolutely brilliant. Um, I don't know whether that's the, the economy or the fact that a lot of tournaments are in China, I don't know. But um, yeah, it's not, it's not as good as it was. But um, that's another reason why we wanted to, to do this documentary as well, was to get some, a buzz generated about, you know, women's snooker and women pool, and maybe it would get the ball rolling again. You know, any, any news about it is great, you know. Um, so hopefully, if, you know, if we get the funding and we can make this, then everybody in the sport is going to benefit, you know. We'll just, just try and bring it back to life, really. Right. And, and and looking at the the Kickstarter page, you're almost 8,000 out of 40,000. Besides mm-hmm. that as a gauge of your response, mm-hmm. uh, what sort of response are you getting out there? Um, well, I mean, we've got so many people sharing sharing the link and, you know, um, giving it a thumbs up. But we need the money, really. You know, um, everybody... Uh, you know, people are really looking forward to it and they can't wait to watch it and to, you know, get an idea of... I mean, everybody over here knows Alison and Kelly, but they, they probably don't know, you know, what, what snooker club they started or what age they started or who were their heroes. You know, they're not pool players, they're snooker players. Um, and I know that people want to... Would, would be glued to the TV, you know, to, to watch it, but um, we need to get people to put their hands in their pockets to make that happen so i think everybody everybody who knows about it is really looking forward to it but um you know we need we need the money and for people who are not familiar with the kickstarter model there are Mm -hmm. different levels that you can come in and donate money and then based on how much money they donate which on a side note if you don't reach your goal, then none of those donations happen. So really, Correct. someone who's basically someone is promising to donate money, and if everyone promises to donate enough, then they really do donate. Can you yep. tell us a little bit about some of the rewards that are available for people who donate? Yeah, um, I, I did the rewards. Well, I did it, and then Julie and I discussed it um, when we, we came up with, with what we came up with, which, which I, I wanted to make the rewards... Some of them I wanted to make them where you can't you can't go you can't get it anywhere else. For instance, I think the five thousand dollar reward. Um, the last thing on that is dinner. After the after the private viewing of the of the uh, film, you have dinner with us and you have dinner with Mandy and Kelly and Alison. Well, that's not something that you can usually go and buy. You can buy a lesson and you can buy a signed cue, but you can't really buy that. Um, and also. Um, what was the other thing? Oh, yeah, um, you get a mention at the end of the at the end of the film. So you know whether it be me or Julie or Alison will actually thank thank that person for donating five thousand dollars or whatever the amount is. I can't remember. Um, and that you're not going to be able to buy. You know, well you can you can hear, but not 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 usually. You know, so for people to see see somebody thanking them on, on TV, I think, is a, is a nice treat. Other than that, you've got um, things like signed DVDs and signed posters and a thank you on Facebook. Um, we, we have given out um, lessons and cues, which they, they can get anyway, but um, the shout-out on Facebook and the, the thank you on the DVD, I think, is a nice touch. You know, your name, your name in lights and, and Alison Fisher, you know, personally thanking you at the end of a film. 
I think if you're if you're a fan of hers, you'd be over the moon with that. Absolutely. You know, so we wanted it to be something that you just couldn't get other than here. This may be a question that's better suited for your partner in the project because you had said that she has been involved with some other documentaries. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Why do you think? Because we've been hearing about people working on documentaries based on the pool world for quite some time. Um, I mean, I've seen I've seen footage from a couple different people, and and I've been told by a couple different people that you know they're they've got everything ready. It's just in final editing, and and we're going to have mm-hmm. a documentary, and and the stuff looks great, but we don't see it. Can you venture a guess as to why that is? Do you, so you, you'll say that they, they make them, so it's made, but they just don't get it out there? Well, either they make them and they don't get them out, or they just they never finish. Um, for some reason, the, they lose interest in the project. I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know why it is. Yeah, I, I don't know why. I can't, I can't hazard a guess as why somebody else hasn't followed through with theirs, but... Um, we are definitely driven to make this happen, as long as we get the money, obviously. Um, and the thing about Julia, she's got a lot of contacts as well in the TV industry, you know, because that, that's her job. So she's got a lot of contacts. Um, we're very dedicated to this. We want to see it happen, you know. Um, so we, we will go as far as we can and to get it out there um, and show it, show it in film festivals and, and things like that, you know. Um, so we will definitely, definitely do our best to get it out there. Um, and let and let people see it because I mean it's a great story. Well, and and the story's not done yet. I mean, Allison and Kelly are still out there exactly. winning titles. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right now they're in Taiwan playing in the Amway Cup. So, and you know, that's another thing as well that I think fans would be interested in. Talking about Kelly and Ali, you know, how do they prepare for their matches? You know, um, what, what do they do? Are they superstitious? Do they have a, a, a special meal before their match? You know, what do they do afterwards when they win, if they lose? And all of this we're going to film, you know, within reason. Right. <laughs> Unless they get a door slammed in our face. But, you know, um, and they're open to that. So it's, um, yeah, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be good. It's going to be good. And, and, you know, at the bottom of the Kickstarter page, it says, you know, do, why? Because anybody can say they can make a documentary. Why? Why are we going to make it? Well, because of, you know, Julie being in the industry and also the girls, you know, the three fishers are, are our friends as well. So we've asked them, you know, can we, can we follow you with a camera at tournaments when you're getting ready? You know, can you tell us about your, your thoughts at the table at the time of that shot? You know, all of this is, um, we're able to get that. So um, it, I think people are going to want to see it. And realistically, and I ask this because I want to I want to put out there the importance of the Kickstarter uh, gaining traction and actually being successful. Realistically, mm-hmm. if the Kickstarter fails, mm-hmm. then do you scrap the idea or do you no no we'll we'll try and find it another way this was um this was my thought, the first thought uh, Kickstarter because I heard about it on t v um and um no we'll we've we've got we've got other you know other other ideas if if this doesn't work out but we have a plan this year we have um we have a schedule if we get it at the end of this month if we get it we have a plan of going to england um going to i think it's the china open 
And we, I mean, we want to do it this year because Alison is coaching the Singapore team at the Sea Games. Well, um, that might happen next year. I'm not sure, but it's definitely going to happen this year. So we want to film that as well. So um, we want this to happen now. But no, we're not going to scrap it. We'll we'll continue. We'll continue until until the end. <laughs> well, hopefully you won't have to worry about that. Hopefully yeah. everything will come yeah. together. Um, I have to ask, you know, you mentioned at the beginning of our conversation that you've retired from the game. Uh, mm-hmm. Why? What happened? Um, well, the, life, I suppose. There wasn't that many tournaments, and I had, I had other things going on that took my time, and I couldn't practice as much. Um, and I don't want to go into a tournament if I'm not prepared. Um, but I do still practice, though. I mean, I still, I still practice with Alison and Kelly when she comes over. So, and I still feel like I'm involved, you know, um, planning this project, plan, you know, planning the, the Fisher Queens um, and listening to how Alison and Kelly do overseas. I still feel like I'm involved in the game because I do miss competing, um, but I, st- I do still find the time to practice a little bit um, and talk about, you know, talk about the games, talk about shots. You know, um, I, I get I get a lot of pleasure just just talking about um, matches and why why sh- you know shots went wrong or shots went right. So I'm still I still feel like I'm involved, um, but I mean you know the tour there aren't that many tournaments anyway. So and I've got a full time job, so that's a bit tricky too. So theoretically, if the documentary goes well and we see some kind of a resurgence in pool mm-hmm. in the States, it wouldn't be completely crazy to see you out there competing again. Oh, no, 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 it wouldn't, no. I, lo- I love competing and I miss it. Um, like I said, that was the initial thing was to get, get pool back on the map, you know, get people talking about it, get people wanting to play, wanting to invest money in it. Um, and that was that was our initial thinking. So hopefully, hopefully that happens. But you know, we're we're very good at like one step at a time, and this needs to be done now. Then, and we'll just we'll just see what happens. But um, I think I mean we've had a great start to the Kickstarter cam- campaign. Um, we've had a very good donation. Five some somebody donated five thousand dollars, which was great. We need a few more of those. Um, I think really for it to happen. Um, but, you know, fingers crossed. And we'll just keep promoting it. And thank you for asking me to do this interview. That's great. We'll keep promoting it and, um, and just, just see what happens. I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic about it, though. And where can people go to get more information about the project? And what are they? They can go to Kickstarter and they can search for the Fisher Queens. But you guys also have a Facebook page? Yeah, the Fisher Queens Facebook page. Or if you go on Kim Shaw, if you go on Alison Fisher, Kelly Fisher, they've always got the links on there. Um, obviously, AZ Billiards will have it. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. If you go to the Kickstarter website, Kickstarter.com, and just search the Fisher Queens, and it's the first one that pops up. Okay. And the Kickstarter campaign is open until May first. April, uh, the end of April. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the end of April. So we've got um, what's today? Seven, twenty-three days left. Right. Yeah. Well, it sounds like it would be a very interesting documentary to see, and I hope that everything comes together to allow you guys to do it the way you hope to. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I hope so, too. Fingers crossed. 
All right, thanks, Kim. I will let you get back to it, and I will uh, urge everyone to head on out to Kickstarter. Take a look. If you can, help back the project. It's the Fisher Queens. Do a search on kickstarter.com. That's everything from for me this week. We'll be back next week. Thanks a lot. Bye. All right, we're back, everybody, and I'm talking with uh, Mr. William Finnegan um, out at uh, Steinway Billiards in New York. How's it going, William? Oh, it's going great over here. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you heard the, the good news. It's been on the pool circuit for a while already. Uh, a new reality show called The Hustlers. Yeah. Uh, True, True, True TV. It's going to be on True TV May 4th at 9 p.m. Excellent. Yeah, we're looking forward to it, man. Uh, they've already been running some commercials for it. Uh, uh, I think they probably kicked them off during the uh, the, the basketball playoffs on uh, yes. Friday yes, or whatever that was. So yeah, um, I, I guess I since you you know technically uh, don't work for the studios, I can't ask you any of the background on it. But uh, tell us what you know at least so far. Well, as far I, I think, as you know, well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you who the the pool players that are in the show. You have uh, me, myself, William Finnegan. You have Jennifer Moretta. Mm-hmm. You have Gary O'Callaghan. You have um, Greg McAndrews, Mike Deshane, Jared Clowry, Emily Duddy, Mike Farley, Ross Lacey. Uh, we have Smiley, which goes by Yo Miley. Mm-hmm. Her nickname is Smiley. And uh, Ross's girlfriend, Amy. Uh, so those are the uh, Gary O'Callaghan. I'm sure I mentioned Gary. You know, these are the Scott Simonetti. He's in it too. You know, there's, there's, a, there's a whole bunch of us in it, and it's very exciting. I mean, it's and it's the real. It's the, I'm telling you, it's the real deal. What it's they're going to the see is the real deal. deal. <laughs> That's all I can say. I don't wanna, I'm not going to spill the beans for the people. <laughs> Stay tuned in. Watch it. You're going to love every minute of it. Yeah, no, it sounds cool. What game? What what game do you guys play most of the time? Uh, it's, it's 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 nine balls. That's probably the most I can tell you. It's all nine balls. Okay, that's no. what I, mean, I can really tell you. The game, you know, when we're playing pool. It's nine ball. You're gonna you'll, you'll see it. Yeah. Basically, it's all nine ball. Okay, no, that's cool. That's, that's my cool. only thing. I can, only thing I say. I, I wanted to be a surprise for all the all the pool people out there that know me, that know the other players in the uh, in the cast. I, I want them to all be surprised what they see. Yeah. You know what's what's going to happen. Um, what's going to happen out there. Absolutely, yeah. It's, but it's a, but it's a great show. It's a great cast. We have we have some real good characters in the show. You know, besides myself, you know, mm-hmm. you know, I've been on the pool circuit. You know, I've been running pro for fifteen years. I'm also the uh, predator tournament director, pro am tour with uh, Tony Robles mm-hmm. up here in New York. Cool. I also, uh, I did the Big Apple Nine World Challenge years ago in uh, Master Billiards. I also refereed the uh, exhibition match with Earl Strickland and Efren Reyes at yeah. Fenway Billiards when they played eight ball, nine ball, ten ball. Cool. I, I've been I've been around for you know, a very long time. I'm very well known. People know who I am, and uh, I also won the weekly tournaments at Steinway Blades. Now, did they did they do all the uh, shooting? I understand that they just you guys just wrapped up like yesterday was the last episode, right? They did the taping yeah, for the last. Much. Episode. Well, this yeah this this week is the last week. It's over, and hopefully, at the, I'm hoping all the pool players out there support support us mm-hmm. because. If they support us, this this is only something that could be good for pool right. and good for everybody in in the pool industry. 
and I'm I'm hoping that all the pool players show us the backing and show us the support yeah. and help us out because it's not just about it's not just about us. It's about pool, the game that we love, the game we play, the game that I've been promoting for years and, and trying to make it go somewhere. So maybe now we might have the first opportunity, and I and I want to thank True TV so much because if it wasn't for these people giving us the opportunity right. to make this happen. You know, we we might not have been out there. So this is they're giving us the shot. Yeah. They, they invested their time, their money, and, and each and every one of us in the cast. I, I want all the pool players to, to please give us the support and to help the show out. Right, to watch it exactly because if they watch, then you guys will get to keep doing it, and that's a good thing. Yeah, you know, you know, I mean, and not just not just so so for us, but you know, if the show's a success and expands and goes bigger, you know, maybe. They might might grab all the pool players in the cast. Right. They might go up to what they might they might go around the country, exactly. go to places where exactly. it's going to benefit everybody. Yeah, uh, it may bring more people. It might bring more people into playing pool, into yeah. leagues, into right. tournaments, or right. people just in general playing pool, where it helps out the whole industry. And maybe you know we can grow a little bit more. Exactly, exactly. Did they do all the tapings there at Steinway then? I I can't spill the beans. Ah, okay. All right, all right. You got to watch. I can't spill the beans. No, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. (laughs) I just had to ask, you know. That's cool. That's very cool. I'm I'm, I'm also also very happy that you have me here on, on your... On the radio podcast here, with people going to listen to I'm very happy for that. Thank you for the opportunity. You're welcome. You're more than welcome. Uh, we have a great audience. Uh, they are very, um, I want to say, diehard fans, and uh, they're some of the strongest supporters out there. So I'm, I'm guessing that everybody that hears this is probably going to be watching the show, rooting for you guys, uh, you know, to, to, to get a hit out of it. And since you mentioned uh, thanking True TV, I want to thank... Um, Pilgrim Studios. Those guys produce um, a lot of good quality uh, shows. They have really good relationships with several networks, and they've got the know-how and the, and the uh, resources to produce something high quality. If any production company out there could do it, these guys can do it. I'll tell you that right oh, now. Oh, they were they were they were great. They were great. I, I want to thank Sam Carcass, the executive producer from Pilgrim. Uh, Jed and Dan, they also were, they were with us all the way from day one until, until the last day, all the way, you know, guiding us through and, and following us through what we had to do. I mean, they did an extraordinary job. Amazing. Uh, I'm going to thank Pogum too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. For even taking the time, you know, there's so many subject, there's so much subject matter to do reality shows and what have you. Uh, about so the fact that they were able to recognize it and chose to go forward with it that's that's really cool and like you said this is going to be a good thing uh, for a lot a lot of the pool world for sure gonna be a lot a good good attention I guess I'll put it to you that way good attention getting yeah 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 good yeah good thing will be good attention I think all the all the all the pool halls will benefit from it across the country yeah I think uh, the pool industry will will definitely see uh you know something better in the pool in the pool world out there. Mm. You know, I, I, like I said, I don't want to spill the beans, but it, it's going to be good <laughs> for pool. It's not. It's not bad in no way, shape, or form. This is only good for pool. Good, good, good stuff. What was your favorite part? I can't say my favorite part, but I can just tell you my nickname. <laughs> they call me the Godfather of Pool. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can tell you. Oh no, I looked at the uh, that New York accent you got going there, you know, it makes it sound like the <laughs> godfather there. I like that. That's fun. Yeah. 
All right. Well, you know, I know I'm going to keep asking the questions. You don't have to answer them. I know that. I'm just going to, you know, I'm trying to, you know, stimulate the conversation here. Um, was there, was there a part of it that were hard? Was the hardest part? I mean, like, for example, yeah. you know, the, yeah, you know, yeah, the hardest part was me making the ball a win. That was the hardest yeah. part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Winning is always the hard me, part. Yeah. Me pulling the trigger on, on the game winning ball. Hopefully I make, playing I make the ball. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, that's really cool, man. I, I just, yeah. I'm excited really to tell you the truth, man. It, 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 I'm telling you, it, it, going to be good. I'm telling you, I, I, it's going to be good. And Pilgrim really did an extraordinary job with, with everything. Like, when you see it, you're gonna, the whole pool is going to love it. They're really going to love it. Mm-hmm. Did, um, you know, did, like, did they have, like, auditions for this? Or did they just show up at Steinway no, no. one day and just kind of observe and decide who they want to go no, they, with? They, no, they, they came down, they did what you call a pilot, and then they, I guess they took the pilot back, and they sure. they, they showed it to all the networks, and then, and then, like I said, True TV saw it, <clears throat> they took a shot with us, and, and I'm so glad that True TV picked us up, okay. you know, program presented it to them, right. and, you know, and, 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 the, and what we did, you know, everything is real, it is 100%, there is nothing fake here, it is all right. real. Right, I'm, I'm glad you made that point. 100%. I'm glad you made that 100%. point. Because sometimes, you know, the reality shows are not so no. real. They they t- and it's not that the actors aren't real or the the people aren't real or the things that they're doing isn't real, but sometimes they try to set up uh circumstances just to get a certain reaction or what have you. So nope. th- you got your nope. skeptics out there that are going to say, nope. you know, how real is it really, no, know you know, that. you know, what I mean, so no, that's good. That's good that they let let things go happen how they would normally have happened. They, that's just, a good they thing. just let us do what we want, what we do on a normal basis. Good, 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 good. Plain and simple. It is all real. When the pool players see it, they're going to understand it because if they play pool and they gamble, and they're going to see the real deal. That's that's like, oh, I sure. listen, believe it. I'm going to leave it at that. They will see the real deal at 100%. They did an extraordinary job. They just said Finnegan, Jennifer, Greg, uh, Gary O'Callaghan, and just do, do your thing. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. We, we, we were all, they made sure, you know, basically we all had to beat him. We just did our thing. No, that's and, that's and good. Like I said, it's going to be it's really exciting. That's awesome. Now let me ask you this: you, I know you may or may not be able to answer the question, but I'm I'm, I'm going to ask you anyway. Um, is is the the and I'm not saying the format of any particular show or what have you. Overall, does the entire series lead up to something? Like, is there sort of a playoff at the end or a, a final matchup? It, or is it just sort of from week to week is different action going on? Or can you say? I, you know, I, guess, I, I, like I said, I'm not going to begin. I'm all right, all right. I'm not going to spill the beast. I want you guys to stay tuned in okay. week to week, and I want you to see what's going to happen every week. No, you're, that's you're, good. You're going to see the excitement. I want them to see the excitement, the joy, the fun, the laughter, and everything. And I want them to stay tuned in. I want to spill the beast on nothing. I want them to see yeah. and, and what, what's really going on out there. That's excellent. No, that's good. We're... um. Uh, well, this is one of those do you know questions. Do you know um, if True TV is going to have the episodes available on their website after the fact? Uh, it, for the people um, out there that don't get that station, is there going to be a different way for them to watch it, or do you know that yet? Well, 
I, I, I'm pretty sure there's, on, on, I don't know how to say this, uh, I guess Direct TV, Verizon, Dish Network, I'm sure they, they all have channels where. Right, they all have they, them. They, it's gonna be, they, all have, they all have the channels where it's going to be played. Right. So I'm sure, that, I don't know about that. I, like I said, I can't answer that question. It's up to True TV. Right. Well, okay. What they do. I don't, okay. like I, when it comes to that part, I have no clue. I'm just a, okay. I'm just a, so I'm a director pool player. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine. I didn't know if they had discussed it with you guys or not. But plus, yeah. there's some, there, there's time to find out that information from True TV in, in between yeah. now and then, right. anyway. So it's not a big deal. Well, shoot, man. Um, what, what else can we talk about? Um, hmm. Well, there's, there's like, that's pretty much what I could pretty tell you. I, I don't know. Like I, I pretty much I know it, it is Monday, May fourth, nine p.m. Yes. I know everybody's going to be at Steinway Billiards. That you know, all the cast members will be there that night if they want to come down and see the cast members. Yeah. They're all going to be there. Excellent. Yeah, no, that's you know, cool. Mike DeShane will be there. Jared Clary will be there. Gary O'Callaghan, Scott Sabinetti, me myself, Jennifer Beretta, Greg McAndrews, Mike Farley, Emily Duddy. You know, they'll all be. Lost least they'll all be at the uh, at the premiere at Stanley Blades. So they got about twenty flat screen TVs and a big projector that'll be played on every single uh, TV. <laughs> awesome, like a big viewing party, huh? Yeah, I'm, sh- I'm sure there's going to be you know me down and taking pictures and stuff. So <laughs> it's going to be good. No, that's cool. Are has the network or has Pilgrim one or the other? Have they asked you guys to kind of put the word out officially on oh, your social yeah, media yeah, and yeah, stuff? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yes, 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 yes. We're, we're officially allowed to uh, promote it and all that. But we'll be all be, we'll all be down at the expo pretty much, okay. except for Jennifer and Greg McAndrews. They'll be over in the Philippines because I think uh, Jennifer already got invited to uh, some women's tournament over there. I don't know the name of it. Mm. But she'll be in the Philippines. But everybody else will probably be down at, at the uh, Allen Hopkins Expo. Oh yes, down in Pennsylvania, in, o- in Oaks. Yeah. So we'll all be making our rounds down there, you know, at the booths. You know, I'll probably be mostly at the Predator booth because you know I am the Predator tournament uh, director, so I probably will be at that booth a lot. Okay. You know, I, I'll be making my rounds to you know a lot of the people that I know. Of course, I know a lot of people in the industry for years, a lot of friends of mine. So I, I will be you know making my rounds. Excellent, excellent. So if they want to come and see all you guys, they can go down and find you at the expo then. Yeah, we're most yeah we're all we're pretty, Emily Duddy will be there, Smiley will be there, uh, Ross Lacey will be there, Scott Tremetti will be there, Mike DeShane, Jared Clowry. So, you know, there's a lot, a lot of the cast members will be down. There's only two that will be probably missing. Will be uh, Jennifer Brenner and uh, Greg McAndrews. They'll be over in the Philippines because right. uh, yeah. Jennifer, I said, was invited to one of the women's uh, tournaments over there, mm-hmm. so she will not be uh, attending that. Okay, cool, cool. Oh, that sounds like a lot of fun, man! All it right. really does. Oh, it's gonna be great! I, I, I can't. I, I'm excited for the expo. I really am. I'm really, I'm really like for the first year, like really excited about the expo <laughs> because I know it's a lot of fun to find it, and a lot of people will be, you know, congratulating, say, "Oh, great job fitting in! I'm glad you guys did it!" Blah, blah, you know, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, no, that's cool. That's really cool. So, well, I guess since we're since we brought up the expo, I guess this is now is obviously as good of a time as ever to bring it up. We're only oh, perfect. we're perfect. only perfect. you know a week away from the Super Billiards Expo. So, um, in case you guys were on the fence about going, now you got a you got a reason to go out and meet the cast of the new show, The Hustlers. Which was that reminds me, I just remembered the question that I was going to ask you earlier. Um, okay, they shoot. they initially changed the name 
or they initially had the name Kings of the Q, and then they changed it to right. the Hustlers. Um, and I just suspected in the back of my mind that the women players probably didn't want to be called Kings. So do you know anything about why <laughs> why they decided to change uh, the name or is listen, that listen. But they, what they what they probably did what I said, I don't know I, I don't have the ear to I'm not true TV I'm not Pilgrim uh, Studio, right, but right right I am I I per, my my uh my my preference was the hustlers and I am glad and happy that it changed to the hustlers yeah me I too mean, it's just like it's it's just a great name I love the name I mean it's just, it's an eye catcher. It's, it, you, when you hear it, like you're in a pool, you hear hustles. It's just like an eye catcher. It's right. A, you hear it to your ear, it's an ear catcher. And like you get excited, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it, it sounds more exciting to me. Right. Yeah. No, I, I agree. So, I think it's, it was a good decision. I right. just didn't know if I, I, I had said anything to you guys about it. But no, that's cool. Well, thanks a lot, yeah. William, for taking right. the time, Mr. Godfather. Well, anyway, <laughs> anyway, once again, Godfather Pool is letting everybody out there in the pool world know that. May 4th, 9 p.m., The Hustlers will be on True TV. Exactly. And thank you very much for having me. Absolutely, sir. And good luck with everything. Good luck with uh, the, the premiere, the, the viewing party, and all the episodes. And uh, if you ever need anything, just give us a call and we'll help you out, man. Thank you very much. I'll see you guys at the expo. All right. Take care, William. All right. All right. You got it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.